there's a lot of people that are finding Dr. Berg that don't know Dr. Berg yet. So if, if you just start by telling stories about yourself instead of telling how you handle a particular problem, you miss out on a lot of people that are like, oh, next, next. And Dr. Yeah. Berg doesn't get a chance to help them with the content, with the information. Welcome to the Facebook Marketing Ninja Podcast. My name is Jimmy, and I'm the Associate Creative Director for Manuel Suarez here at AGM. Go ahead and hit subscribe to stay up to date and educated on the best social marketing strategies out there. Today's episode title is Five Tips to Create Quality Content with Dr. Eric Berg. In August of 2020, Manuel interviewed one of the top producers of health content on YouTube, Dr. Eric Berg. He shares with us in this recording, among other things, five tips to create quality content. Tips such as, one, find yourself in an area of interest you can create on. Two, why you should avoid big intros. Three, the importance of confidence. Four, remember the viewer. Five, use the technology in your pocket. Now, fair warning, Dr. Berg didn't present these in a straightforward one to five way, so be sure to pay attention. But don't worry, it's less than 15 minutes. Enjoy. Doc, I have a question for you. Let's say that we go back 29 years. And instead of being a health expert, the knowledge doc, let's say that you become a gardening, organic gardening expert, all right? So mm -hmm. looking at that scenario, do you think it would be possible mm -hmm. that you can get also into a content generating machine like you have today? Um, it, it really depends because... Um, you, Let's say you have need, the passion, you develop the yeah. passion and you know, gonna, you know, organic gardening and you know the value of it and you know how to plant, et cetera. Do you think that could build into? Yes, but, but there's different things you can do with it. For example, um, there's certain people that provide uh, more entertainment on a certain niche. I personally try to fulfill a, a missing piece. So if you're going to get into, let's say, architecture, and you find that there's not a lot of mysterious holes in the bucket. I mean, it's like there's not a lot of problem people are searching for architecture. Like, It's going to be really hard to come up with uh, original content that stands out, that's different. So I always kind of, from my view, what I know is I like, try to find out what area are people searching for that they don't understand or there's... There's falsehoods out there. There's missing pieces of the puzzle that I, I can provide for them. So if you can find a, a niche or an area that can um, you can create on that, and it's interesting to you, I love to share certain secrets with people or myths that are busted. Some like everyone knows, and then bust that myth. I love to do that, and if it's true, so there's different ways to do it. Like. Like you have, so you some can people, entertain people, right? You can just you entertain. You can entertain. Them. You can you can actually inspire, give people, inspire. Like, yeah. Let's say you're uh, selling wine or something, and you, you know all about different wines. I mean, you can just you can do that. But the the key is, um, you have to um, generate attention. So back then, before YouTube, going back in time, if I know what I know now, I would find something that I could generate attention. I didn't. At that time, I didn't know about attention. So um, I would have probably did some TV things. I would have done radio or something like that because that's how you would get attention. But it's a very busy world. So you have to stand out. So with content, what are you... It's really about what can you exchange with people as far as content? What can you get their attention and give them back? 
That's what, you're, that's what it's all about. So if you don't have anything of value, why should they watch you? And honestly, a, a real big, I think it's a mistake that a lot of YouTube gurus do is they, um, right at the beginning of the video, it's a big old introduction of them. Like, wait a second. First of all, Google ranks on watch time. That's the big thing. So guess what? As soon as you put that, and we've tested it, that intro about you, that cool um, introduction, shut off. So I have no introductions. I, don't, I just get right into the content, get in and get out because I, I know, I respect, I actually try to like be on the other side there and say, what, what would people like to know? They want to get in and get out. I hate waiting for this stupid introduction. Like, all right, get to the point. So a I, hot tip, hot, hot tip, especially because there's a lot of people that are finding Dr. Berg that don't know Dr. Berg yet. So if, if you just start by telling stories about yourself, instead of telling how you handle a particular problem, you miss out on a lot of people that are like, oh, next, next. And Dr. Yeah. Berg doesn't get a chance to help them with the content, with the information. Right, so that's a really, really good tip for social media in general. But I think uh, we talked about attention span decreasing over the years. And uh, maybe when I, when I became a, a marketer myself, because that's what I do, uh, I capture attention for, for living. That's what my business is about. I think 10 years ago, we had nine-second attention spans. I think they talked about now is six seconds. So it mm -hmm. has been declining aggressively. So you got to be right off the bat, just give them that value and just provide it to, to people. So another, another yeah. takeaway that I'll say about what Dr. Berg said uh, for you guys that are here is that he didn't always have the confidence to be who Dr. Berg is. And, and, and I think every single one of us that get in front of cameras, we can attest to the same thing. Dr. Berg did training on handling public speaking fear, right? The fear of public speaking. He kept on doing it, right? So that, that is a very normal process for all of us, right, Doc? You got to get through that stage. Yeah, you have to um, it just do it over and over and over and over. But, but I think don't worry about what you look like on camera. Focus more on getting to the point, communicating your message that are helping some people in a certain way, explaining something versus trying to keep your attention on yourself of what do I look like, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, I just like to get in and get out. Like, here, this is what you do. I'm not, I'm not paying attention of what I look like on camera. I'm not trying to do this, not trying to look good or anything like that. I just want to have good sound, good light. Let me explain this. Okay, I'll see you later. Boom. Keep it simple, not fancy, all these extra graphics and is not necessary. So um, that's, that's one thing. And you just keep doing it over and over. Of course, if someone sticks a camera on you, you're like, oh, this is so hard because I really am I working to look into a person or... You just have to do it over and over to the point where um, no longer an issue. But I, I want to give another tip. I always, I'm always, when I'm doing a video, I am like over there. I'm on your side. I have attention on your side as far as making sure that you're understanding what I'm saying and really making sure that there is absolutely no big words, confusions, complexities. So I'm, I have attention on making sure that you're getting what I'm saying and digesting it as I'm going. I have you're a always lot thinking of about your audience. Always, always in their shoes. What would I like? What don't I like? And that's how, what I came up to because I watch a lot of it. I'm like addicted to YouTube videos. I'll watch these 
And uh, certain things irritate me, certain things, oh, it was a good video. It got to the point and it was like three minutes and I got what I needed. Thank you very much. I'll keep going back. So that's that's really a, an important it's a very, very hot tip. tip. And I've seen from Dr. Berg um, a lot, I think more than anybody else, his ability to just break down a subject in very simple to understand terms because you can understand your subject really well and you are really knowledgeable with it and you've been studying it for years, but people don't. They don't, they don't really get it. So you have to be able to break it down. And that's something that I know you use your whiteboard a lot and you explain and you take it. It's almost like you have them in front of you, right, dog? You almost like feel them there. Is that how you do it? Yes. Like yesterday, I did an interview with a um, PhD in biochemistry. Okay. I was a little nervous about like, okay, he's just going to kill us with these big words, but he didn't. He was like, He's like, wow. I said, wow, this guy is actually really, really on my level. Like I could really communicate. He's breaking things down, making it simple. He showed little models of chemistry. He showed pictures. I mean, versus some people and they don't get many views. They might be clinical nutritionists and have the PhD and they, they start going into like, you know, the cyclopentanyl per panhydrophine anthranes and the guy goes asleep. Big word. Put people unconscious. Click off. No, no. I actually try to, how am I going to explain this to a, a like a seven-year-old? That's, that's my mentality. How am I going to break it down? So, um, just keep that in mind because, um, it's all about, if you want to rank on YouTube, it's about watch time. And, um, if you want to put someone unconscious, you know, just go ahead and give them a lot of confusions, you know, like keep it, keep it really simple. Um, but you also have something good, some, some value. So exchanging with people, your content is really the most important thing. Like, don't put out a video. Like, I'll, I'll give an example. Like, I, I'll put like eight hours in a given day easily to create some content with, for a one or two videos. And uh, sometimes I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm just not feeling it. I'll get to the studio. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do it on that. It's just, it's just too boring. It's just, uh-uh, no. I have to be excited about it. So I'll like eight okay. hours. It takes you sometimes eight hours to get through and do two videos. Sometimes I'll do, it takes me a hundred hours for one video. It depends um, now, on the subject. It depends on the subject. Sometimes it's like I can do it pretty quick, but um, like even for the summit that I'm doing, I, I was like, I was like close to probably over 500 hours just for one, one presentation. But the data it will blow people away because everything that I'm saying, they, First of all, people never heard of it and it will just kind of knock their socks off. So, and then when they watch it, they're like, wow, that seems like he just threw it together. I'm like, no, 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 no. I actually rehearsed that. I put it together. I mean, I flipped charts and notes for months to come up with this small little presentation. Also, as a side note, um, I'm creating an animation to help people understand the most important points about what I do, like keto. And it's about... So I hired this uh, very high-end team and they're freaking expensive, but I really wanted to give people the visual, the 3D animation effect of some key things that happen in the body related to hormones and stuff, right? So the entire video is going to be about six minutes, which cost is going to cost me about $25,000 for six minute video, but it's going to take us four months to create. Wow. So we go through every single slide and make sure everything is, first of all, um, correct. 
health-wise, like it's all the medically correct, make sure that it's communicated perfectly. And then we throw the animation and then we have other teams that are verifying this. So when you see this thing, and I will, I will release one video at the end of the month, a little piece of it. Um, there's so much that go, have gone into that, but then people are just going to watch it and get the concept and go, oh my gosh. And the effect of how what sugar does on your body. Wow. Well, just to be clear for everybody, you don't have to produce $25,000 videos, all right? Not to scare anybody off. Uh, you can go down the exact road that Dr. Berg and a lot of us have taken along flip, the way, which is... Flip, flip video. <laughs> flip, flip videos. Go back to Dr. Berg's flip videos. Maybe not flip, but hey, we all have incredible smartphones today that have incredible cameras. I mean, a musician that you're uh, familiar with, uh, his name is Chick Corea. He's one of the top Grammy Award. He's number five in the history of, uh, if any musician in history, 23 Grammy Awards. He used his phone, iPhone 11, for 35 days in a row, and he set up his camera, and he went super viral, reached millions of people, and all he did was put his iPhone 11 and hit go by himself, no production. They're talking about a 79-year-old man. He put the phone on a, on a tripod. He put himself on the piano and he talked to people for 35 days in a row during the quarantine, which in the middle of the COVID-19 explosion, and he went viral, explosive, and reached a lot of people, way more than he would reach on any tours. And he was all done with a smartphone, an iPhone 11, not even any microphones, nothing. I mean, at one time, Chick looked at me because I help him uh, spread his message, just like I help you, Dr. Berg. One time he looked at me and he said, Manuel, if Steve Jobs would be alive today, he would be so proud of his device. Wow. Like, I can tell you that seriously, he was trying to replicate the sound quality of the microphone in the iPhone 11 in his professional studio. And it took us a long time to get to that quality and that vibration of the piano. It, it was something else. So we have these devices that are facilitating our technology uh, and our ability to communicate a lot more that Dr. Berg did not have when he was using flip phones trying to create videos, right, Doc? That should make the process a lot easier for people nowadays. I, I actually would recommend starting very low budget, starting on your cell phone, buy an external mic and a good couple lights, get someone to help you with the lights. The lighting is key. And then also the sound is key. And then just start to start doing it. You do not need a studio. You don't need a studio. Yeah. Um, we, we've invested on things like this along the way, just way deeper into spreading our message, like white yeah. doors and cameras and lights and all that thing is, is way That's not the, the most line. important thing. Right. The most important thing is the quality of your content. Everything else is minor. So you have to focus, okay, what can I show people that they're going to go, wow, this was really helpful and get to the point and get out. Hey guys, it's Jimmy again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Facebook Marketing Ninja podcast. If you want to learn more advanced ninja tactics to grow your business and master social media marketing, then sign up for the Manuel Suarez coaching program by heading over to our website, www.agmninjalab.com. That's www.agmninjalab.com.